apologize it is me who is the technologically inept one this is the very first time i've gone on instagram live so Awesome. I know. So thank you. Thank you very much for, I, I don't want to make some sort of tacky virginity reference, but here we are. So <laughs> I love it. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, but but thanks. Thank you for having me join you on, on Instagram. This is something I've been kind of meaning to get into a little bit. So this is a great opportunity. And now I've learned some things. So well, awesome. One thing about Instagram, they don't like laptops, but uh who knew? Laptop when I'm browsing sometimes. It's, uh, yeah, I, I love yeah. for like the laptop because I'm always on my laptop during the day, right? So. Well, exactly. That, that's where I live. Is I, I live in the computer and it's 99% of the laptop unless I'm out of the house and then it's, you know, but, but my phone is never far away either, right? This is, this is just how we live now. Exactly. Exactly. So, all right, let's kick this off. So, I'm really excited to introduce you guys to Millie Gormley. Did I pronounce this right? Your name? You did. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Awesome. And uh, she is a VIP member with us. She just signed on as a VIP member. And I am super excited to chat with her today and get you guys to learn more about what it is that she does. But firstly, I just wanted to start off with, uh, well, I we've kind of known each other for the past two, three years or so through the group. Um Millie is an avid networker, uh, and she has attended quite a few of the networking sessions that um, I have done for the group. And I just wanted you to share a little bit with the group before we get started, the questions about you, just um, what your experience has been so far with the group. Well, sure. I mean, your your networking group was one of the first ones that I started attending uh, when when COVID hit and everything shut down. I was like, oh, my God, how am I going to meet new people? How am I going to, you know, find new clients? What am I going to do? So you start going online, you start Googling and you start sort of poking around to see who's out there and, and how can I do this? I think yours is probably one of the very first groups that uh, I was starting to attend the Zoom meetings on. And you know what? You've set the bar really high for for most of the other networking groups out there. You really have because the the vibe is always so welcoming. It's just it's just a good bunch of people that come. I've I've made some great friends. I've gotten some clients. It's been well worth uh, joining. Uh, you know, Toronto Professional Women. So very happy to be here. Thank you so much. And with the VIP status now, it's it's so amazing because now we can take it to, take our businesses to the next level and. Um, you know, use this amazing network to promote ourselves um, on Instagram. We did Facebook yesterday. So yep. awesome. And referrals too. referrals are, are huge as well, right? Well, that's it. I mean, I'm a financial planner and referrals are the lifeblood of any good financial planning practice because you do a good job for somebody they want they want to share you, right? And so yeah, so it's the opportunity to meet new people is always something I'm really interested in doing. So here I am. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So let's get started with the interview here. So uh, I think uh, I'll just start off with a brief intro. So this is Millie Gomerly, and she is a fin certified financial planner, and she services primarily um, independent women uh, across mm -hmm. Ontario. And she lives in Thunder Bay, which is... Uh, pretty close to my well close enough to my hometown in Hearst <laughs> so well, um, by, by Toronto standards sure right? <laughs> it's yeah, north exactly. of steels people north of steels 
it feels like uh, I'm talking to someone from home, <laughs> which is really, really awesome. Uh, all right. So I wanted to get started and ask you to tell us a little bit about how you achieve success in your business. Well, so what I do is I provide virtual financial planning services to, as you said, you know, independent women in Ontario. So that means single women, divorced, widowed, just or just in general, women who are in charge of their own money and who want some help doing that. Because not everybody is a do-it-yourself investor. Not everybody is is comfortable with that kind of thing. And the thing is, it's not just about the investments. When you're talking about financial planning, you've got to look at you've got to look at the whole your whole life, right? Because your your money and your life are always pretty tied together. And you want to make sure that all those individual pieces are working in a way that you can kind of get to where you want to go. So when I meet with a client uh, or, or someone who's thinking about becoming a client, we talk a lot about, you know, what, what you've got coming in, what you've got going out. So your income and your bills, we talk about, we might dip into a little bit of, you know, are you paying too much taxes or can we, you know, adjust that for you so you get to keep more of the money that you work so hard to make. And then as you move along in the process, you start thinking about the future. Okay, so here's where we're at right now. Let's just kind of get calm. Let's get comfortable. Let's get really clear about what the situation actually is. And then we can start thinking about, all right, let's, how do we, how do we build from here? So you start looking at your investments, you start looking at retirement planning, and you start looking at insurance as a way to protect what you're building. And then on the back end of things, you want to make sure that when you're done with the piles of money that we've made for you, and there's, there's nothing else for you to do, there's nothing else for you to spend because you're no longer here, that what's left of your money goes where you want it to go. And that's where estate planning comes in. So what I do is really pretty comprehensive. It's pretty high end and it's it's important. You know, traditionally, traditionally, I have to admit that my industry, the financial planning industry, has not done a spectacular job of, uh, of addressing the fact that women's needs are different than men's. And uh, I want to change that. Yes, absolutely. I totally agree with you on that. And what actually I wanted to ask you, like, what um, got you into specifically helping women? What uh, motivated you to just narrow into that niche? Well, basically what I just said, that my, my industry hasn't done a good job of, of acknowledging that women are different and that, you know, as single women especially really are underserved by the industry. It's a lot of, it's a lot of young families and young families are wonderful and you have one yourself and you know, it's all, it's all good, but it's a very specific way to plan for things when you're, when you've got kids in the mix, with especially young kids, when you are a woman who doesn't need to focus on children, your planning needs are a little bit different. And uh, traditionally it's, it's not been, there's a lot of, Certainly in the past, anyway, there was a lot of, uh, you know, okay, honey, me and the 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 old white guy in the suit are going to talk about the dog. We're going to talk about the investments. How about you make us some tea? Oh, you have questions? Oh, don't worry your pretty little head over that, which just, I'm not going to swear, it enrages me because that's just yeah. bull. It's crap. It's, it's no, there's, women are taking charge of our own lives. And taking charge of your own money is part of it. But taking charge of your own money doesn't necessarily mean doing it all by yourself. And it doesn't mean that you can't ask for help. Yes, absolutely. And that it, it I, you can apply that too to like networking events. That's why 
I decided to switch to just like women only because I was tired of going into those like slimy uh, net co co-ed networking events where I just didn't feel comfortable at all. And so providing a safe space for us women is so key. Absolutely. And that's one of the reasons that I've gone virtual as well, uh, partially because I'm in Thunder Bay and that, you know, physically limits my my reach somewhat. But when you're when you're in a virtual meeting, I mean, you are in your comfortable space. Uh, you're, you're in your beautiful home. I can hear the birdies chirping behind you. It's lovely. I'm in, you know, I'm in my comfortable space. I'm in my home office and uh, it's it's it almost looks tidyish from this angle. But uh, but yeah, I mean, so we're, we're both relaxed, right? We're both comfortable. We've both got access to all the information that we would need. So if I if I asked you, well, can you pull up your tax return from last year? You probably could do it, you know, fairly quickly or certainly more quickly than if you were sitting in my office. Right. So it it just makes it just makes things so much simpler. It makes things so much easier and it makes the conversations better. I know a lot of people do prefer, uh, you know, live in person networking. And yeah, I can I can definitely see that because this is different than being in the same room at the same time. But that doesn't mean it's worse. And certainly for a one-on-one meeting and a really good in-depth conversation about things that are important to you, a Zoom call is a is an absolutely valid way to to work with uh, with your financial planner. Absolutely, uh, awesome! Thank you so much. Now uh, I, I want to jump to the next question. So, can you tell us a little bit uh, about your biggest wins uh, or your struggles in your business? Well, uh, I've I've had my share of struggles. Uh, I've been around a while, and um, basically, when I first started out, it was it was hard, you know, because uh, it was the, the industry was even more male dominated back then. So back in two thousand and six, when I started, and uh, you know, it was it was a hard road to hoe. Uh, and I basically worked I basically worked myself into the hospital. Long story short, it I'll try to shorten it even more. Um, in 2010, I had to have two back surgeries within eight months of each other because I had I had worked myself into a point where I was my body was falling apart. I was on morphine for a year; it was a whole thing, and I had to start over. Um, and then I got a job at a bank because they paid me every two weeks, whether I deserved it or not. And I was just in a place of life where I needed a job to you know take care of things and clean it up. But when I got the opportunity to uh, leave the bank and go independent again. You know, I did not realize how much I value the freedom I have as an entrepreneur and as a solo professional that, yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize how much I value that until I lost it and then I got it back. So I will never, I will never go back to having a job in the same way I did before uh, because I love working with the clients I want to work with. I love working, you know, I love, I love having that freedom to run my business in a way that, that works for me and yeah, I'll never go back. Absolutely. Yeah, amazing. I, I, I'm with you on that. Working for ourselves is just so empowering, especially. As yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, there's no there's no there's no glass ceiling when it's when it's your house that you're building. You know, you don't have to put. <laughs> that's right. And I oh, my goodness. And ha- having a boss for me just never works. So, yeah, it's just. Yeah, no. Yeah. Turns out I don't play well with others. <laughs> yeah. In that, at least. Um, so my next question for you is: uh, for people who don't already know, can you explain a little bit what a financial planner is and why we need one? Yep. 
Well, a financial planner is someone who can help you get a really good handle on what your, your financial situation is and help provide you solutions to get you where you want to go. And that can include uh, cash management, that can include tax planning, retirement planning, definitely investment planning and investment management, insurance uh, protection to kind of protect all of those things that you're building. Um, insurance is one of those things that uh, we don't, I mean, it feels icky, you don't necessarily want to talk about because really, if we're talking about insurance, it's because we're worried that something bad is going to happen to you. But bad things happen and not being prepared for them because it's uncomfortable to talk about them, to me, that's not acceptable. So at the very least, we're, we're going to talk about it. You know, not everybody needs everybody, every every kind of insurance that exists out there, but some people really do need to have that, that coverage in place. And so we're going to talk about it. And then, um, again, we talked about estate planning earlier to make sure that when you're done with the money that you've made and you don't need it anymore, that it goes where you want it to go. So financial planner is that person who can help you get all of those pieces working together. Some of us are more uh, full service than others. I'm, I'm pretty high in full service. Um, and some say so the problem that that we have in Ontario is that the regulation of the title of financial planner has not been all that tight. You know, a lot basically anyone can call themselves an advisor or a planner, and that's that is starting to change now. So we're it's and the, the, that's a terrible thing is that it's really confusing for people for someone's calling themselves a wealth coach or a uh, financial what's a financial what's the difference between a financial advisor and a financial planner and what is the consultant and like there's there's way too many titles out there and there's way too many people kind of skating their way through giving advice when they don't have you know enough qualifications and experience to really do so so my advice is now that i'm on my phone i can actually do this is when you're interviewing someone that you want to think about hiring as a financial advisor look for that that is the certified financial planning designation and that is basically the it's the base standard for qualification and uh and knowledge about the financial planning industry and they just interview people and say you know what have you done who do you work with how do you how do you get paid that's always a really good question um and to and to just get a really good feel for that person because you have to be able to trust them and yes. you know that's that's my advice to anyone who's looking for for advice or financial help just interview people and and look around and shop around and get referrals from people that you trust and yes. it's, you know or just talk to me that that's good too yeah it's very scary to know that like you know this there could be somebody out there giving advice but they're not certified like that's scary it is a little bit, yeah. So, I mean, no one is going to be as invested in your financial well-being than you are, right? So ultimately, it is on you to find the help that you need and and be able to trust the person that you, you meet with. So you, you do have to do a little bit of due diligence when you're, when you're looking for someone. Absolutely. Um, so next question I have for you is, how do we get from having zero financial plan to creating long-term goals um, and what kind of challenges can we expect along the way? Well, uh, meet with a professional is sort of the quick and dirty and, and reasonable answer because a lot of it is when you're thinking about your financial future and your future in general, you really have to think about who you are as a person and where what you want in your life. And it's a lot of it is very much a what do you want to be when you grow up kind of a conversation, right? You know, you're really thinking about the way you want your life to to roll out. 
I mean, no one's life runs as smoothly as a computer projection will make it look, right? So you've, you've got to sort of plan for the, the waffles in the meantime. Um, but but yeah, it's 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 having those kind of conversations with someone who has the ability to to kind of ferret out those little details that are going to make sense. Oh, okay, so you say that you you spend yeah I don't know fifty bucks a month on a gym membership and you never go to the gym. Okay, well let's think about that. Why are we doing that? Right? Is it important for you? Like what what is important to you here? What are your what are your values? And when you know, when you've got a, a conversation like that with a neutral third party, then you can start making decisions as to how to do things differently. Yes, yes, absolutely. The gym membership thing. Oh, my goodness. I think so many people do that. There's all kinds. I have it, too. Yep. <laughs> Probably like two years, I had a gym membership and it was across town and I never went. And I finally, you know, said, oh, what am I, what am I doing? Right. So you take that money and you do something that you really want to do with it. So, yeah. And are there other like expenses maybe you would say that maybe people could cut up right now that are, is it really serving them? Uh, look at subscriptions, you know, online subscriptions uh, to things that you don't use anymore. Um, every once in a while, just kind of go through your emails and go through all the newsletters and, and look at look at your bills, look at your credit card statements, um, look at your bank statements and, and just kind of see, look at the patterns. What's this thing that I don't know about? We'll find out what it is, first of all, and then decide whether or not you actually need it. Online subscriptions are really, they're a drain. And I don't think people realize how, how quickly that adds up. Yes, absolutely. Like a year could go by and be like, why didn't I cancel that a year ago? <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I guess I'll, the last question I have for you, and I have a couple of short ones after, but the next big question I have for you is if you can um, tell us some of the lessons you've learned along the way that you want um, other people watching today to walk away with. Well, uh, as far as saving and con- investing is concerned, um, the first, the, the best time to start investing is 20 years ago. And the next best is yesterday. And the third best is right damn now, you know, um, there's no, there's, there's no investment that can in the long run beat the effect of the amount of time that you spend in whatever investment it is. Not everybody is going to be emotionally suited for investments that do this. That's not everybody's cup of tea. It's very stressful. It's, it's not everybody's thing. If you've got 30 years to work with, then you can afford to take on a lot more of the sort of drama in your life. As you as you start getting older, you start getting close to closer to the point where you're thinking about spending that money. Then maybe you want to sort of, you know, calm it down a little bit. Um, but that's that's one thing to keep in mind is is just do something. Start a TFSA, put some money in it, uh, and then talk to someone about how to invest that. Right? Because sticking money into a bank account and leaving it there that's not investment. That's saving, and saving is good, but investing is better. Uh, so that's that's sort of the main thing. Um, yeah, I mean, as far as entrepreneurship and business goes, uh, networking is important, being organized is important, but taking care of yourself, that's that's probably the most, that's probably the best advice I can give because I've been there, right? I've, I've worked myself to the point where it affected my health in a really terrible way, and I don't ever want to go back there again. So I have, you know, I have breaks in my calendar every day, and sometimes I take them, and sometimes I don't. <laughs> But uh, I will, you know, you'll you will notice 
that your business does better when you're doing better. You know, so taking care of yourself is just beyond important. And I would, I wish I had learned that lesson before I was 40, you know, because I, I would have, I would have saved myself a whole lot of time and I would have been able to make a whole lot more money if I hadn't been out. Health is wealth, right? Like, can't do anything without our health. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. That was so great. I learned so much from you today. Um, I just wanted, before we uh, part ways here, I just wanted to ask you how we can keep in touch with you. If somebody's watching right now, how can they get a hold of you? Uh, I am on Instagram, although not very much <laughs> because I can't figure out how to make it work very well. Uh, but uh, if you Google Millie Gormley, M-I-L-L-I-E-G-O-R-M-E-L-Y, that's me. I'm pretty much the only one out there. Uh, so you can find me. You can find me on Facebook. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. And I don't know if you have the magic to put my link tree in the, the thing for this post. <laughs> I can do that for you. Absolutely. Here. Thank you. One yesterday, too. Okay, great. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Millie. And thank you everyone for joining. And I will see you soon. All right. Thanks so much. Bye, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to join the ranks of inspiring women making waves on this series or learn more about becoming a VIP member with us, head over to torontoprofessionalwomen.com and get ready to take your career journey up a notch. 